Andrew is the Aussie bloke living in the U.S. Heather is the American gal living in Australia. Together, they travel the world sharing strategies on how to put your business on autopilot. Doing business online is no longer about having a website. To get more clients and take care of the ones you have, you will need a map. They've got it. So sit back and relax and welcome aboard. This flight is bound to autopilot your business. So you're about to publish a new blog post. What do you do from here? This episode is going to show you what you need to do to get traffic to your site. Have you picked up our online survival guide yet? Get prepped for the future of online marketing by going to www.aybguide.com. Hey everybody, this is Andrew McCauley. Welcome to podcast number 55, 55 our Autopilot Your Business podcast. It is an exciting day. We are excited to be with you once again talking about traffic again. We can never talk about enough traffic, but specifically... What do you need to do once you've published a blog post? We've given you a whole bunch of ideas about what you can talk about, what you can put in your blog post, all the sorts of things that you want to look for when it's up and running. But when it is actually done and said and you've actually hit that publish button, you can't just leave it there. You've got to do something with it. And to talk about that, of course, all the way from sunny Sydney, and I'm guessing she's wearing something blue today. Heather Porter. <laughs> My goodness, how would you ever know that, Andrew? Hi, oh. and hello, everybody. Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, something... so Andrew has a blue comment. I have to tell him because it's quite funny. We just started something today called Make It Simple TV, and um, we're inviting our sort of our inner circle of contents, contents, contacts from all over the world uh, to hang out with us on Google Hangouts. And the funniest thing, our first ever episode is Andrew and me and another amazing woman, Elaine Lindsay, on Google Plus, uh, talking about Google, Google Plus, and all three of us were wearing the same exact shade of blue. I'm glad you said shade of something, because I thought if you're going to say we're all wearing the same dress, I'd be a little <laughs> <Dress>. bit concerned. <laughs> shade, shade of blue, and it was very, it was quite funny. So yeah, that's how he knows I'm wearing blue. <laughs> <laughs> how are you? What's going on? I am good. I'm good. I feel like um, I'm I'm a content creating machine today. What about you? Um, I think I've been like that for two weeks. I actually went home the other night and I had to sit down and just look at a blank wall because my head was spinning because I was just pumping out so much content. And uh, I think uh, that's the way of the future right now is we're punching out content. Um, But, you know, we're big on repurposing. So I think a lot of my brain power was going to how do I repurpose what we've already done um, mm. you know because that's a big part of it not just repurposing it for repurposing sake but making sure it's valuable content as well valuable and and can really give people good results um, you know so yeah no I've, I've been doing the same it's been it's good it's good so tell me Andrew uh, what have you learned over the last week well I'll tell you what I did learn actually because I mean it's come out very recently and that's um, a new type of Facebook ad. Uh, it's called website website custom audiences. So essentially what it is, is that now when people visit your website, uh, you, can put some, you can put some tracking directly into uh, Facebook, but it also lets you track custom audiences. So it finds people who are just like you and finds custom audiences for it so that um, when you're on Facebook, you see some ads popping up that you've of sites you've been to or your friends have been to as well. Um, pretty cool and powerful. I'm not going to get into it too too much, too technically, but just know that when you start seeing ads pop up and you're thinking, "Hey, I've been to that website before," it's probably 
Right. They've probably tracked you and they're putting ads in front of your Facebook space. So as an example for that, like there's a website here in Australia called theiconic.com.au, which is like a big retail sort of clothing site. Mm -hmm. And um, I will literally be shopping on that site and then I have that website now popping up in Facebook. Is it yep. is it that sort of thing? It's Yeah, it's very similar. It's um, uh, it's It's very similar to – uh, retargeting, I think they call it out there. But um, what what the big change is is that when when you wanted to do retargeting ads on Facebook, um, you used, used to have to go through a third party to to make that happen. But now you can do it um, without that third party integration. You can do it yourself. So uh, oh, okay. you can retarget. Everyone can retarget now without even having to go through some agency. Based on if people come to your website or certain pages on your site, then yep. you can have your ads pop up. Okay, got it. That's really cool. Yep, exactly. So, uh, you know, you can run in the news feed or the sidebar. Um, so it's uh, it's pretty cool. Nice. Yes. Now, what about you? What did you learn this week? <laughs> well, it's all back to our Google Plus Hangout experience. And that is that recently Google has allowed you to schedule hangouts in the future. So you literally can go in into your Google Plus account and set up a hangout to be on air and schedule it for a date and a time. And what's cool about it is it gives you three URLs or three links. Mm -hmm. One is to the YouTube page it's going to be on. One is an embed code that you can stick on a web page of your choice. And one is the link to the actual Google Plus hangout event page. So this means that you can now set up hangouts and promote them way in advance and very easily because some people are still kind of skeptical about Google Plus and even how to get into a hangout. The, the beauty of having this embed code means that you can just send people into a web page on your, your website, mm -hmm. like what we did today. And uh, people can watch you live from directly in your website or you know Facebook or anything with these links. So Really cool, and um, if you actually want to see, you know, how we put this to use, you can pop on over to Make It Simple. TV. This is our newest online video uh, TV show, which we're using Google Hangouts for this. And our first episode was all about Google Plus and and how to use it in your business. Yes, Make It Simple. TV. Um, you got it. Awesome. So today we're talking about traffic, um, specifically what you do after a blog post is published. Um, mm. And there's a couple of key things that we want to sort of touch on just to give you an idea of are you doing these? And you probably are doing a lot of them, but there are some you may not be doing. And it's always a good refresher to go through and say, well, hey, you know what? I hadn't, I hadn't, I did know about that, but I'd sort of forgotten. So this episode is all about reminding you some of the things that you want to do once you publish your content. So yeah, because I, I think in? a lot of people, um, they'll just hit publish and then it, it's, they expect people to just start talking about it. Yeah, exactly. So, these are the tips, the little nuances that you need to start doing when you're doing your blog post each time uh, to make sure that you know people actually know about your blog post to come and read it in the first place. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So, all right, so what? Are we, let's kick it off and um, start with number one. The very first thing, and we've talked about this before, is using social share 
buttons. So you want to have your social media share buttons on your blog post. There's plugins that you can get and a lot of WordPress themes even come with these built in nowadays. Um, now, the way I use them is I'll actually publish my blog post and then I myself use those share buttons. <laughs> so I'll go in and click on, you know, one of them for Facebook or stumble upon or Pinterest or whatever there is as a starting point, because it's a really quick and easy way. As soon as you hit publish, of course, you go over to the page to make sure it published correctly. Mm -hmm. And then you're staring at these social share buttons. So you might as well use them. You know, these social share buttons are usually like a plugin that come along with, um, well, they're a plugin and you can choose, you can choose a whole range of different plugins. Some of them I know have about 50 different um, buttons on them, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's loads. There's loads. But the, the basic ones that you always want to do are LinkedIn, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, and some people do one of the like the dig or stumble upon types of sites. Yep. Yeah. Now, these are different. These are not your socially. They're not your social buttons where people click on and go to, to go to your Facebook page. These are buttons that lets them share on their walls and their, and their news feeds the item that they're reading at the time. So just make sure there's a distinction. If you see two lots of Facebook buttons on a, someone's page, they're not the same thing. Usually the buttons up the top or the bottom of a page takes you to that person's own profile. Whereas these share buttons let you share the content on your own wall that they're talking about. Yeah. So you just make sure you have these, make sure they're on your site and, and make sure even you yourself are using them to, uh, you know, get the ball rolling, so to speak. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. All right. Now, so social share buttons, right? Is there anything, anything else you wanted to add about that one? No, no, that that's, that's it, I guess. Well, since we're on the topic of social, I suppose we should just quickly say socially, the key thing here is that you've got to be sharing your site on all of your social media platforms, or I should say your blog post. Yep. And there's a couple of tips around that. Um, with by default, if you're sharing your your site by clicking on these icons, it will come up with just the kind of this a default text that's in there and um, the maybe one of your images that you've put in there. So what I like to use is actually, I'm not going to go into how to set it up, but it's called WordPress SEO by Yoast. It's a plugin. We've talked about it ages or a, a lot before. There's actually inside of your blog, there, the little WordPress SEO box sits down below where you create your blog post. There's a little tab that says social and you can then put in a description and even an image that if anybody shares your page on social media, it's going to automatically pull through that information. Mm -hmm. So you're actually telling the platform what image and what string of text you want to display by default across social media. Mm -hmm. So I would do that and make that really appealing. And then also when you're sharing um, a blog post, put in a, a comment about it, you know, that's not just what's What's there? If you're sharing your own blog post, what's the the why behind why you created it? Actually, kind of announce it and give a little bit of a story about um, you know I had a just discovered this unbelievable time saving tool that that you know shaved hundred hours off my team, mm -hmm. um, my team's work, and you've got to check this out. So be personable when you're sharing it on your social media. Yeah, yeah, good point. Okay, great. Now what? the next one. Mm -hmm is there's a really cool thing in Facebook called networked blogs and um, it's look it's a what it is is it's basically a blog directory in Facebook and you can go ahead and list your blog in there and people can come and discover blogs but you can also get an app 
where you sit this in your Facebook page and um, it, I guess lack of a better way of explaining it, if you go to somebody's Facebook page and you see one of those little boxes under the cover photo that says blog or latest post, it's probably using network blogs because it's actually pulling through their latest posts right there inside of their, their business page. Yeah, and it also sticks um, sticks the latest post as a status update on their on their news feed too. So um, when you've hit that publish button, if you've set this up correctly in the first place, it automatically comes along and sticks it on your news feed so that people get to see that you've actually written a new post. They can click through straight back to your website to read the article or the post that you've just created. So it's a cool yeah. little feature if you want to get it out to people on your um, Facebook timeline without having to go and click on the share buttons yourself. And just allows people to discover your blog in, within the social environment. So networked blogs, just Google that and it'll take you into the website. And there's a little button in there that says add to uh, my Facebook page. And there's also a place to list your blog inside of the directory. Yes, definitely. So network blogs is a good one. It's been around a while. I'm not sure. Um, I, I know people still use it. I still use it for mine and I get some traffic from it. So, you know, it's it's worth having a look at if you want to don't want to be sharing it yourself. Yeah, good point. Now, what's the next one? Well, the next one is um, Stumble Upon and Dig. Now, we spoke about these social bookmarking sites. We touched on these earlier. There's a number of them. Um, there's there's um, Stumble Upon, there's Dig, there's uh, – what's the other one I'm trying to think of? I'm stuck at the minute. <laughs> Delicious. Delicious. There's Reddit. Um, yes, a number Reddit. of these ones are out there that lets you go and basically – uh, Tumblr is the other one I was thinking of. Thank you. Yeah. Tumblr. <laughs> the um, big one. Yeah, the big one. Um, let's you go and put your post out on these sites. Now, a lot of people use these sites as news curation sites. They go and check out what's going on. Uh, and we, we're getting some traffic from all of our all of those ones when we put it out there on those sites too. So basically, it's people looking for information. If you've got your keywords and all of that sort of stuff set up properly through your Yoast plugin, then you're going to find that... Um, People are searching for this information on all sorts of platforms, um, and these are great places for you to go and add your blog post to so that people can find it and then ultimately come back to your site and look at the rest of your site as well. So StumbleUpon, Dig, Reddit, um, Tumblr, and Delicious. Delicious is the other one. They're the top, they're the top six generally. And you know what we do is like the second we hit publish, we'll take the URL of the blog post and then go into our StumbleUpon account. Like you can set all these up for free and then you go into your account and then you paste the URL of your blog and then you put like some tags or keywords and a little bit of information. And uh, in StumbleUpon's case, you click the stumble button and then it's posted into this directory. So kind of get in the habit of when you hit publish, first you do the social sharing of your own blog post, you're sharing it on your different social accounts, and then go ahead and do one one or two or f even three or four of these where you're sharing the URL and the bookmarking sites. Yeah, and you know what, I think um, there are some tools out there that automate all of this. Um, we're sort of tending to shy away from automation tools lately because uh, a lot of these sites are catching on that, you know, they're becoming spam recipicals, um, if that's the right word. There's a whole bunch of spam ending up on these sites. So they're really saying, you know what, we don't like these automation tools. If we see that you've come from an automation tool, we may not give it as much juice as you should. So we like to do these manually. It's a little bit more uh, time consuming, but we're getting better results for it though. 
Yeah, no, I, I agree. Because right now it's all about um, personality and culture and bringing out uh, who you are with, with all of your posts. And it's hard to do that with automation when each site sort of has a different flavor to it. So yeah. you want to make sure and talk in the in the way that that site would re- respect and appreciate it. Absolutely. Or I should say that site's followers. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, now, the next one is to put your blog inside blog directories. And to give you an example of one, there's there's one that's called Technorati. And uh, it's like T-E-C-H-N-O-R-A-T-I dot com. I've actually listed all my blogs in there. We have ours, our AYB one in there. And we get traffic from that as well. It's just um, kind of an interesting directory where they break it down by industry and topic and you can search by topic of post or you can search by topic of blog Mm -hmm. and you can get some good traffic from there. So there's other blog directories out there as well. If you just sort of go into Google and type in top, top 10, you know, blog directories, all you have to do is list your blog in them. Sometimes there's a little bit of a verification process that can take a few days, but you want to do that because then you're now the owner of the blog and you're reaping the rewards of the traffic. Yeah. Technorati.com. You got it. You awesome. Um, you know, a couple of other things I want to bring up is um, in your blog post, you want to start putting some calls to action as well. Like, what do you want people to do when they've read your blog post? You know, ask them to share it with others. Ask them to comment on it. Ask them a question at the end. You know, do you agree with this sort of, uh, with this sentiment? Or do you agree with the content that we were talking about? Uh, or what's your opinion of this? So that you want to get people to actually take action. So, Putting a good call to action at the end of your um, post is a good good way to start getting that engagement factor built up as well. So make sure your post before you hit publish has got some something for them to do. Call to action. What do you want them to do? Share it, post, comment, like, dis- yeah. discuss, <laughs> agree, um, disagree sort of thing. So put a CTA or a call to action at the end of it. And if you use a good little plugin called Discus, um, D-I-S-Q-U-S dot com, and you can, it's a free little thing, and you can stick that in, and it will actually become your commenting system. And by having people comment using this platform, it's sort of a global community of commenting. And top commenters are actually um, people will click into their profile and go off to the different blogs that they are commenting on if they're giving good valid information across different blogs so tapping into a big network like discus as your commenting system mm-hmm. is going to help you even that much more when you're saying to people please comment below yeah yeah now speaking of commenting one of the things that you do want to do is um, make sure you're looking at your comments if people are commenting on your blog then you want to make sure that you're um, also commenting on uh, or, or answering those particular comments as well so you don't want to be a ghost town of uh, one-way comments you want to make sure that you're responding to people's comments as well so um, get on and answer those comments that people are making on your blog but also go and comment on other people's blogs too very important yeah because you're sharing the love and and as as we know there's loads of people that consume content, but not a lot that actually engage with it. There's a very small percentage of people that actually leave a comment. So by sort of patting other people's backs and and leaving comments on their blogs, they hopefully will come over to yours and do the same. And I've experienced that. I've gone off to comment and then I'll notice that that blog owner will come over to me and and do the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Okay, so that's, that's commenting. Anything else you want to mention about commenting? I think the the key thing here is make sure that in your your website, if you use WordPress or whatever you use, make sure that your email address is 
attached to the commenting system. So you're alerted when new comments come in, because if your web designer is getting them or an old outsourced company that set up your website has their email in as the admin email, you will never even be alerted if you're getting comments. So make sure that you do have your contact details in there and WordPress, it pulls from the main admin email. That's what it sends the comment alerts to. So make sure that's you. All right. Well, I think um, I think that's a pretty good little list of things for people. There's to go one and do. more. One There's more. one more powerful one, actually. Yeah, and I, I wanted to share that. There's something called Google Alerts, and to set these up, you just go to google.com forward slash alerts. Mm-hmm. And what this is is basically you are going to be emailed whenever someone talks about a keyword, a URL, a website of your choice that you put into the alert box. Mm. So. What you can do is you can take the URL of your blog post that you just hit publish on, go into Google Alerts, paste it in, say to the system, email me anytime anybody talks about this particular URL. So it allows you to monitor what else is happening off your site in in the, you know, internet sphere. So if there's pingbacks or people using your blog post and their post or commenting on it over here or whatever, this is the easiest way to find out where your blog is actually being discussed. Why is that important? Because then you can go into that person's site and you can thank them for sharing it. Or if it's a bad comment or if it's a bad review of some sort, you can go to that person and be proactive with your customer service. So even if you don't do this for your blog post, definitely do it for your brand. So just go set up an alert for your name or your your business name and you'll be surprised on what's coming up about you online. Yeah, no, Google sends it to you in an email, right? Yeah, you can do it. You can set it as it happens. So as Google indexes it, it'll send you an email or you can set it up as like a, a daily digest or when I think it's also weekly when you can get sort of a summary. Yeah. So if you've got a lot of comments or a lot of feedback coming for those keywords or your name or your brand or your product or service, then you may not want it as it happens because that will be a lot of emails <laughs> coming yes. through. But um, you may want to do it as a digest, which... Um, which you just said, which is a great, great tool. It's free. Um, I, I use it. I use it a fair bit, and I'm sure you, yeah, I know you use it too. So, um, GoogleAlerts.com. Great. Or Google Alerts, I should say. Do a search for Google Alerts. Yep. And you'll find it. That's awesome. It. Well, I think uh, that's a pretty good wrap for a little little episode 55. Um, I agree. If you're not, if you haven't done any of these, or you need to get back and do some of these, go and check out some of the resources that we've spoken about. Um, where can they go and find those resources, H? Uh, you can pop on over to autopilotyourbusiness.com forward slash podcast. That's our, our website for our podcast where we have our show notes and links to all these resources. So you're just going to look for episode 55 and we'll have the links in there for you. And if you guys who are listening to us want to see us on video, that could be scary. But if you do, we have started this Make It Simple TV and we'd love to have you come in and listen in and, and hang out with us there. And to get on those alerts, just pop on over to aybguide.com. You can get our online survival guide and we'll be alerting you every week of our new Make It Simple TV episodes. Yes, awesome. All right, well, thank you for turning up in blue today. That was wonderful. <laughs> Same to you. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and we'll see everybody on the next episode of this podcast. Looking forward to it. Take care, H. See you later. Same to you. Bye, guys. Make sure to grab our free business automation guide now and get access to other special bonuses. Head on over to aybpodcast.com. 
All passengers and cabin crew should now be seated with their seatbelts securely fastened. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the first officer speaking. On behalf of your captains, Andrew McCauley and Heather Porter, we would like to thank you for taking the journey with us to autopilot your business. You are now closer to putting your own business on autopilot using the Internet. Of course, if you would like to rack up some frequent flyer points, visit our website, www.autopilotyourbusiness.com, or check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash autopilotyourbusiness. These frequent flyer points are totally useless, but the information is gold. Until we fly again, happy travels.